This past Sunday was Palm Sunday, which marks the beginning of the Passion Week. So how can we as Christians best celebrate Passion? Stick around. On this episode of Beyond the Notes, we'll talk about that. We call it Passion Week because it was the passion of Jesus Christ and the passion that he demonstrated as he willingly laid down his life for us on the cross. But what does this week mean for us as Christians? Well, it's a time for all of us to be reminded of exactly what Christ has done for us on the cross. And as we go through this week, it's a great opportunity to look back at the week as it was lived out in Jesus' life and what that looks like. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But also it's an opportunity opportunity for us to really take time to think about that sacrifice, that love that was demonstrated for each of us on the cross. This past Sunday, I took a passage from Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 11, where Paul talks a lot about the cross. And in that passage, we looked at specifically the love that Christ demonstrated for us, his amazing love. But we also looked at the atoning work, the work that Christ accomplished on the cross, and that we are both justified and reconciled to God. But I thought it would be good to take some time in the beyond the notes to really flesh out what we can do as believers to celebrate Passion Week. And so this is gonna be perhaps one of the more practical episodes where if you've got a pen and pencil and you wanna write some ideas down, we're also gonna put in the show notes uh, a, a little PDF where you can download and print it out that'll have a lot of the resources I'm gonna mention. Uh, so that'll be helpful as well. So you don't necessarily, if you're driving in your car right now and you're like, oh, I can't write anything down, don't worry about it. Uh, when you get wherever you're going, download that PDF and you'll be able to have access to all the resources that I'm going to mention. So how can we best celebrate Passion Week? Now, you're, you're potentially listening to this on Tuesday, maybe on Wednesday or Thursday, so you might not have much of the week left by the time you listen to this, but that's okay. In fact, the things I'm gonna talk about now, you could use at any time, not any week, any month, it doesn't really matter. But obviously, the week of Passion Week it'll be the most profound for you. So the first thing I wanna encourage you to do during this week is to meditate, to meditate. Now, when you hear the word meditate or meditation, a lot of times the first thing we think of is, you know, the Middle Eastern religions where someone's sitting on the floor with their legs crossed, some incense burning, and they're going, mm, that kind of thing like that. That's not it. They have hijacked the biblical term for meditation that is we find throughout scripture. In fact, going all the way back to the Old Testament, we hear, we hear God telling Joshua to meditate on the law day and night. So what does it mean to meditate? Well, meditate means to, to focus in, to have a focused thought. And so when we talk about meditation, we're talking about meditating on God's word. So anytime we're, we're referring to meditation in the context of, of Christianity, we're talking about meditating on the Word of God. And so that means to meditate is to have this focused thinking about God's Word. And it also has this implication that we're going to gonna spend time there. So as we have this focused thinking, we're slowing down and we're, we're allowing the Word of God 
to begin to fill our hearts, to fill our minds. We are, we are slowing down and we're reflecting, we're pondering on what the Word of God actually says. It's allowing the, the truth of God to, to settle deep within our heart. So here's a few suggestions on, on how to better meditate. Because as I talk with Christians, a lot of times we talk about, I'll mention meditation, they're like, is that what Christians are supposed to do? Uh, and, and, and maybe even they, they think they should, but they're like, well, how do I meditate? I'm going to give you real quickly just a few suggestions on how to begin a process of meditating on the Word of God. First of all, you need to be able to slow down a little bit and find a place where you can be alone and have some quiet, peace and quiet. Because any distractions, and there's so many distractions we all face in the world today, but you need a place where you can just be, be in a quiet place and just kind of slow down and take a deep breath. And begin by praying. And pray and ask the Holy Spirit to, to, to teach you, to, to guide you as you read the Word of God. And so you begin by praying and, and asking for the Holy Spirit to guide you, to open your heart, to open your eyes, to open your ears to the truth of God's Word. And then just start reading reading God's word. But here's the key to meditation is it's not about quantity is as much about quality. Don't feel like you have to read a whole chapter or two chapters. Maybe it's just one or two, maybe three verses, that's all. And you read those few verses and then you stop and you, and you ponder. And then you reread those same verses again. And then you stop and you ponder. And then you reread again. And then maybe you start to pray and asking God to, to reveal to you what he wants you to see in this particular passage. And so really, meditation is a lot of rereading and reading over again and thinking and pondering and reflecting. Maybe you have a, a journal where you can write some of those thoughts down as you begin to think. And don't be afraid to write in your Bible, underlining words that stand out to you, highlighting, uh, noting, doing different things that might help you as you take time to read that passage. But again, meditation is not about reading a whole bunch. It's actually reading a short amount and being able to think through that and ponder that and reflect and to see what is God speaking to you. So maybe you're like, okay, I want to start meditating or I want to meditate this week during, during Passion Week. What are some verses that would be good for me to do? Well, I'm going to suggest a few. Mark 15 33 through 41, that's the, uh, the gospel narrative of, of Jesus' death on the cross. And so that might be a good place to start. Ephesians 2.20, where Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. That's just one verse there, but that might be one that you might want to meditate on. Philippians 2, 5 through 11, talks about Christ's humility, even his humility, even unto death on a cross. Galatians chapter 6, verses 12 through 16. This is part of the, uh, I use the verse here where Paul talked about uh, in the sermon this past Sunday where he said, I don't want to boast in anything except the cross of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 21. Uh, it's uh, talking about Christ's death and giving us a ministry of reconciliation through that. And then the passage that we looked at this past Sunday, Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, uh, would be another passage you might want to consider to meditate on. You can actually pick any passage you want, and you can use your own concordance. Maybe you want to find some, some verses that deal with the cross and the crucifixion. Use your concordance to find those if you're not sure where to go. But pick a passage or two, and maybe just one or two for the whole rest of the week would be perfect, where you can really slow down and think through that those verses. So meditation is one way that we can that we can celebrate uh, Passion Week. Another thing I would encourage you to do is to discuss what you're learning. Discuss what you're reading in God's Word. There's something about verbalizing 
what God has shown you in the text that helps deepen that truth in our lives. Uh, it's hard to explain, but I think you know what I mean, that when you have discovered something in reading, some, whether it's a truth, and you want to tell somebody, and you have an opportunity to verbalize that and to share that, it deepens that truth for us at some level. And so I would encourage you to do that. And this is a great opportunity to do it. Do this as a family. Maybe gather everybody together, read a passage, and have an opportunity to discuss what you've just read. Maybe have an opportunity to, to uh, discuss the, the sermon from the past Sunday or something, another message maybe that you've listened to together. But having that opportunity to discuss what God is showing you, what God is teaching you with other people. Uh, that's another great way to help celebrate Passion Week. For me, this is a, a personal thing, but I love listening to, uh, to worship songs and to sing along to those worship songs. I uh, thought it might be helpful, so I put together uh, my own Passion Week playlist of songs. Um, I might have left your favorite one out. I apologize in advance, but I have about 10 songs on this list, and we're going to make this available also on that, uh, that PDF. We're also going to have it available on Spotify, so you can go find it on Spotify also. So those are some things that I like to do, and I do those almost every morning uh, this week. I'm involved in, in listening to a worship song. I'm involved in meditating on the Word of God and trying my best to look for opportunities to have discussions about what God is showing me as well. Now, I'm going to give you some additional resources that I think might be very helpful during this time. Uh, one of them is something that we produced last year, and it's a series of podcasts. They were entitled The Passion Week Special Podcast, and uh, maybe they're just called Passion Week, but we'll have a link as well that you can get to those. Those are both in audio and video format. We're also going to put those on the Spotify playlist as well, so you can have access to those. But Pastor Russell went through each day of the Holy Week, of that Passion Week, and what was going on during that day. And just great devotionals. Some of you had a chance to look at them last year. It's one of those things that even if you'd used them last year, they would, be, they would serve you well to bring those back again and use those this, this year as well. I mentioned this on Sunday morning as a resource, but it has had a, a profound impact on my life really for the second year going through this 40 days to the, uh, to the cross. It's called Journey to the Cross by Paul David Tripp. And it's a devotional style book. Uh, highly recommend that. Maybe you already have it. You forgot you had it. You can pull that out. You can order it via Kindle and have it instantly in your, uh, in your reading app. But uh, that's another great resource this time of year. One that I have just discovered, uh, John Piper put together some devotional readings for Passion Week. They're called Love to the Uttermost. Love to the Uttermost. And you can purchase that book on, as a, I think in a Kindle format for $2.99, or there's a free PDF that you can download. Who doesn't like free, right? It's about a 70 or 80 page uh, book uh, that it's uh, devotionals, devotional readings for Passion Week that I would recommend as well. We're also gonna put one other link that it's not, a, it's not a, in a book format, but it's a seven day Holy Week devotional that has short, shorter devotions with some suggested questions and different things that you can do for that. And maybe that would be something you could do together as a family. And there are a lot. And I'm not going to put any of the resources for the family devotionals for, for Passion Week, but you can Google that yourself. There are a lot of things. And if you have a family, I would strongly encourage you to gather together as a family. Maybe not every night, but at least a couple of times during this week uh, to, to have discussions based on what Christ 
did for us on the cross and the events leading up to the crucifixion and ultimately preparing for that celebration of his resurrection on Easter Sunday. So there's a few ideas. Again, we'll have all of these or at least most of these things available to you on the PDF that'll be part of the the show notes with this podcast. But I would encourage you to do something. Do something that's different this week in preparing your heart, preparing your mind to celebrate Easter hopefully for you as you listen to this in just a few days from now. God bless.